have dreams you want to achieve? Want to get out of the 9 to 5 grind but have no idea where to start? Do you feel like you can't do it? Or are you struggling to get out of your comfort zone? Well, your life is about to change. You're about to start a journey to your road to success with your host, Grace Chevelle. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so excited because this is my favourite subject of all time because I love setting goals because it's like going through the world catalogue and saying, I would like one of those and two of these. In the previous episode, you discovered your life purpose, determined your vision and you clarified what your true desires are. Now that you have clarified them, it's now time to convert them into specific, measurable goals and objectives. The important thing now is to make sure that you act on them with absolute certainty that you will achieve them. Remember, your brain is a goal-seeking organism, so when you send your goals to your subconscious mind, your brain will begin to work day and night in trying to find ways to get what you want. I would like to give you an example of the immense power of goal setting. A psychology professor named Dr. Gail Matthews conducted her own study that focused on how goal achievement is influenced by 1. Writing down your goals, 2. Committing to the actions required and 3. Being held accountable for those actions. So what she did was she recruited 267 participants between 23 and 72 from around the world, the US, Europe, Australia and Asia. The participants were from different backgrounds and occupations such as entrepreneurs, educators, artists, lawyers, bankers, marketers, healthcare professionals, even heads of non-profit organisations and many more. They were then assigned into five groups to set goals for a four-week period. With group one, all they had to do was think about their goals and what they wanted to achieve in that time and not to write them down. In group two, three, four and five, the requirement was just to write down their goals. Group three was also asked to complete a list of actions. Group four was also asked to complete a list of actions, but also to send the action commitments to a friend who they felt would support their goals. Group five was to do all of the above, but also make sure they sent a weekly progress report to their supportive friend. So what happened was, at the end of the four weeks, everyone was asked to report their progress on what they had achieved. And these were the results. Group 1, the ones that just thought about their goals, achieved 43% of their goals. Group 2 and 3, the ones that thought about and wrote down their goals, achieved 56% of their goals. Group 4, the ones that thought, wrote and shared with a friend, achieved 64% of their goals. Now Group 5, who thought, wrote down, shared with a friend, as well as reporting weekly, achieved 76% of their goals. That's an increase of 33% over Group 1. This study provides us with evidence about the importance and effectiveness of three essential actions. Writing your goals down, making a public declaration of your goals, and being accountable to another person. These could be in the form of an accountability partner, a coach, or even a mastermind group. I've been part of a mastermind group for quite some time now, and it has been life-changing. They provide me with support and accountability for the next steps I need to take before we meet up again. 
Another study was completed which came to the conclusion that the percentage of people that write down their goals and review them regularly earn nine times more over the course of their lifetimes than those who don't set them. I mean, this study alone should motivate you to write them down, don't you think? You're listening to Your Road to Success with Grace Chevelle. Hit Grace up on her Facebook page. Okay, so let's now get down to the nitty gritty of goal setting. This is really getting into chunking it down into small pieces. With goal setting, it needs to meet two criteria. How much and by when. So what I mean by how much is a measurable quantity such as kilograms, dollars, square metres, points, etc. And when I say by when, you need to state a specific time and a specific date. An easy way to understand this is to state it in such a way that any one of your friends can turn up and be able to measure it. Think of it like this. I will lose 10 kilos is not a powerful statement as stating I will lose 10 kilos by 5pm on the 30th of June. The second statement is much more powerful because anyone can show up at the time to look at the scales and see if you have achieved your goal or not. Being specific in describing your goals is so important. The specificity should include things like make, model, the features, the size, the weight, the year, the colour. Write them out as if you were writing out specifications for a work order. Think of it as a request to God, the universal mind or the quantum field. Don't be vague because setting vague goals will actually produce vague results. Include every possible detail. I'll give you a few examples of a goal versus a good idea. I would love to own a lovely house on the beach. Now that sounds great, but it's only an idea. It's not a specific goal or objective. The best way to say it would be, I will own a 60 square home on Sydney Harbour, Australia by noon on the 30th of June and then you would state the year. Another one is, I want to lose weight. Well, that's just fine and dandy, but it's just an idea. So what you would say and write would be, I will weigh 60 kilograms by 5pm on the 30th of June and then you would state the year. Now, if you're a leader or you run an organisation, you might say, I need to treat my employees better. Again, it's only an idea. The correct statement might be, I will acknowledge a minimum of 10 employees for their exceptional contribution to their department by 5pm this Friday. If it's a house, write down the specifics in vivid, colourful details. The furniture, the artwork, garden plan or even the floor plan. If you have a photo of it, you can put it on your affirmation card or on your vision board or in your wallet or place it on your fridge so that you can look at it every day. Now expanding on that, when you create your goals, make sure that you write down some really big ones that will require you to grow to achieve. You may find that once you do this, you may begin to feel a little uncomfortable and this may not feel good at first, but it is the best feeling because it means you are unsure and you have a slight fear on how it's going to manifest. In addition to achieving your material goals, once you achieve your big goals, you will become a master at life. So to do this, you will need to learn new skills. You will expand your vision of what's possible. You will build new relationships. And finally, you will learn to overcome those fears you may have, as well as the roadblocks. The next step is to create a breakthrough goal. 
In addition to all the steps we've discussed on how to create a clear and concise goal, I would like to encourage you to think of and write down a goal that when you actually achieve it, it will blow your mind. I want you to think about a goal that if you were to achieve it, would be a quantum leap for you and your career. A breakthrough, not a small step, but a breakthrough. So what would be a breakthrough for you? Most goals represent incremental improvements in your life, which are great, but you need to set a huge stretch goal. For example, you may need to lose 50 kilos or you want to appear on a popular late night TV program or you want to win a gold medal at the Olympics or you might want to get a PhD. You might want to host your own radio show or maybe you want to write a best-selling book. Just imagine how the achievement of this goal would change everything in your life. Is that worth pursuing with absolute passion? Wouldn't it be great to focus each day on it until it was achieved? A breakthrough goal is something that will change your life. It will bring with it new opportunities, places you in front of the right people, and takes everything you are involved in up to the next level. If you're a stay-at-home mum, wouldn't your lifestyle and finances change if you earned an extra one or $2,000 a month from working from home with your skills in internet marketing? Wouldn't you look for every opportunity until you achieve that goal? Now I'm going to be giving you more actions to take, but don't think of it as a chore. Make it fun. This is so exciting, setting them up and reading them and believing that they are on their way. Once you have your goals written down, I would like you to read them three times a day. This will activate the creative powers of your subconscious mind. Read them out loud and close your eyes and feel the feelings as if they have already been achieved. And do this one goal at a time. I have mine in my bedside table on 3x5 cards. You can buy these at your local stationery store. I read them in the morning and before I go to bed. Other ways you can do it is to have a screensaver with all your goals or on your smartphone. Always carry your most important goal in your wallet. It's very powerful to have it with you at all times. Another way is to create a goals book. It could be a three ring binder, a scrapbook or a journal. Then create a separate page for each goal. Get images from magazines, catalogues and travel brochures. It's so much fun to do. I love it. Review the pages of your goals book at least once a day. Now, what will happen is what psychologists call structural tension in your brain. This is fantastic because your brain is attempting to close the gap between your current reality and the actual vision of your goal. As you consistently repeat and visualize your goal as already achieved, this increases that tension. What we know is that when you visualize a result, your subconscious mind does everything it can to get you that result just like a missile that is seeking its target, but it has to have its target. So we set a vision, but now we program that vision, that target into our brain through affirmations and visualizations. And by doing that on a daily basis, it sets up a process in our brain that will figure out where you want to go. So when we have a vision of something we want and we don't have it in reality, I want a Mercedes, I don't have it. I want a million dollar a year income. I don't have it. So if you are visualizing a luxurious ocean view apartment in the CBD of your city and you live in the outback, your brain is saying to you, wait a minute, you crazy person. You live out in the middle of nowhere. You are not in that apartment. So to get rid of that tension, 
one of two things has to happen. You either give up the dream or you have to get yourself to that apartment. Then the tension will release. So we are purposely creating tension in the brain so that the brain will solve the problem. Now, three things are going to happen. You will get a shift in perception. You will acquire expanded creativity, meaning you will start seeing things you never noticed before. Your perceptual field will open up. You will start having creative ideas you never had before. It's like when you share your vision, you start getting creative ideas of what steps you can take to get closer to your goal. It might be while you're in the shower or while you're driving your car. You will get increased motivation to take action. Following this, you will find yourself taking action, which will then produce the results you want. So that's the model of how this works. You're listening to Your Road to Success with Grace Chevelle. Now, I want you to get out your checkbook. That is, if you still have one. Because I'm going to tell you a little story which you may or may not know. Around 1990, Jim Carrey was a struggling Canadian comic. What he did one day was he drove his old Toyota up Mulholland Drive in Los Angeles and looked down to the town below. As he was looking below, dreaming about what could be, he wrote himself a cheque for $10 million and dated it Thanksgiving 1995. So he gave himself five years to achieve his dreams. It eventually paid off with the huge success of The Mask, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, Dumb and Dumber. By this stage, his asking price had risen to $20 million per movie. When Jim's father died in 1994, he placed the cheque in the coffin as a tribute to the man who had nurtured his dreams of being a star. If that hasn't enticed you to write your goals down, I don't know what will. You're listening to Your Road to Success with Grace Chevelle. Hit Grace up on her Facebook page. So what I would like you to do now is to write down 101 goals you would like to achieve before you die. This list would include places you want to go, people you want to meet, things you want to achieve, things you want to own, awards you would like to win, using all the methods I have mentioned today. Then every time you achieve a goal, I want you to write a word next to it, like victory, done, or success, all with exclamation marks against them, and celebrate each time. A really important thing to consider is that once you set your goal, three things are going to emerge that will stop most people. But not for you, right? You need to know that these three things are just part of the process and that they are just things that you are meant to handle, just like a lot of other things in your life. So don't let them stop you. These three obstacles to success are considerations, fears and roadblocks. Think about when you have previously set a goal and the thoughts that went through your mind. You may have thought that you want to double your income for the following year and then all of a sudden considerations such as I'll have to work 10 hours more a week or I won't have time for my family will begin to emerge. Thoughts might emerge that you won't get through a job interview successfully or the employer won't like you or you won't be dressed appropriately for it. All these thoughts are considerations. They are all the reasons why you shouldn't attempt to try and achieve the goal. But don't look at this as a bad thing because this is going to be great. You are now aware of these thoughts. They have been in your subconscious mind stopping you all along. So what's happened is that you have brought them into your conscious awareness so that you can now deal with them, confront them 
and then just move on right past them. The next one is fears. These are your feelings. There are so many different types of fears, such as fear of rejection, fear of being made a fool of, the fear of failure, or the fear of being emotionally hurt. So just remember, these are just part of the process and that they are there. Experience them, deal with them, and move on. And finally, there are those roadblocks that appear, or some might call them the proverbial brick wall. Don't take these too seriously. They are just external circumstances, and they're the thoughts and feelings in your head. Examples might be that your business partner does not agree with the next business idea, or may not want to invest further into the business, and they may not have the same business goals as you. Or it might be that what you are wanting to do is not legal in your state. It is possible you may have to approach a government department to have a law changed. It might be that your spouse does not want to go on holidays to the destination that you have suggested. It's just a roadblock. It is simply an obstacle that the world will throw at you. You simply need to deal with them as they come along and move forward. Unfortunately, most people see the considerations, fears and roadblocks as stop signs. They are not stop signs. So you will say, hmm, now that I really think about it, I don't think I'll pursue that goal or I might change my goal to something else. So please see the considerations, fears and roadblocks as the normal part of the process. Think of it like this. If you renovate your kitchen, you will resign yourself to the fact that there is going to be dust and mess and disturbance for a while until it is all completed. It is the price you have to pay to get your dream kitchen. You simply learn to deal with it, right? It's the same thing. Learn to welcome them. They are supposed to show up. If they don't, it means that you have not set a goal big enough that will make you grow and stretch you. You have set a goal that entails no real potential for self-development. Once you are aware of these three things, you can face them. Deal with the process and deal with them accordingly. And the great thing about this is that once you do this, you will become better prepared for the next venture you want to undertake. Overcoming all the considerations, fears and roadblocks will give you material rewards, which is great. Money, houses, boats, power and fame. But this can all be taken away in a flash. But the person you have become in the process cannot. I love this quote by Jim Rohn who said, you want to set a goal that is big enough that in the process of achieving it, you become someone worth becoming. Okay, I hope I have clarified how to successfully set a goal and how to deal with those little thoughts in your head that are trying to stop you from achieving them. Remember, a goal is only a dream unless it has clarity and has a deadline. So get moving and set those goals. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to drop me a line by going to my contact page at yourroadtosuccesspodcast.com.au. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week when I go through breaking down your goals into small actions. Until then, have a wonderful and successful week. Thanks for listening. Contact Grace by gracechevelle.com.au. What are you waiting for? It's time to take action.